Cheesehead. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Hey, it's the Sparky, 5 or 1250 AM, The Fan in beautiful Milwaukee, Wisconsin, along with our guy Ryan Horvat uh, from, of course, BetMGM tonight. You can follow him on Twitter at Ryan Horvat and, uh, and his little uh, video thing as we record this. Uh, it says, Jordan Love Fan. Well, you go on vacation, you come back, and you're all in on the love boat, huh? Yeah, I just want to correct the people that think I'm rooting against Jordan Love. I am a Jordan Love fan. It's okay for me to root for uh, the quarterback for the last 17 years for my squad as well, Aaron Rodgers. And I'm rooting for him and his new venture in New York. Glad to see he's making new friends, hanging out, having fun. But, oh, yeah, baby, it's Packers until I die. Um, Can I just – I know we weren't going to talk about Rodgers. It's not a topic. But can I just point something out? I I told you, I don't really give a damn. I I really don't care about – I don't really care about – what his deal is over there one way or the other. Hmm. But this whole Zach Wilson's talk that he's doing. Oh yeah. He talks to me nonstop. He's asking questions. He's, he's texting me even when we're not at the field and calling me asking questions and da, 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 da. To me, it's like, okay, cool. Like that's good. I'm happy for Zach Wilson. Like good job because I think he's going to be the quarterback when Rogers is done, or at least that's what the jets I think are thinking is going to happen. So Yes, Rodgers comes in, gives Wilson a break, teaches Wilson, and hopefully Wilson is a better quarterback when Rodgers leaves, which is fine. I'm not bashing Wilson. But there's part of me as a Packer fan that's like, dude, are we throwing shade at Jordan Love by like going so overboard, talking about all how great Zach Wilson is? Because Rodgers never talked about Jordan Love asking him questions. He never talked about Jordan Love texting him all away from the field, asking him questions and so forth. Like, I don't know, man. It kind of feels like he's throwing shade at Love like, you could have been doing all this, but you weren't. That, that's what it feels like to me. Maybe I'm reading into it, right? I don't know. Don't you remember like Jordan Love going into these games and Rodgers hugging him and Rodgers coaching him up and Rodgers at practice? I think Rodgers was great to Jordan Love. I, I, mm. I think Jordan Love would agree with that. He I'm always thought he was a great kid. I'm not saying he wasn't. He said but he, just he, he never really thought Jordan Love was really seeking all the knowledge like he is with Zach Wilson. Well, I think here's what it is. I think Zach Wilson is a broken man. I think Zach Wilson yes. was this cocky-ass kid. They got drafted way too high, in my opinion. I didn't love him at BYU. Like, go back and watch the Coastal Carolina game. I came away impressed just because he got the crap kicked out of him. Um, but, like, and, and he kept taking a beating and getting back up. But the thing about Zach Wilson, man, he can make the throws. He can make some ridiculous, nice throws. But, like, he can't throw a simple bubble screen. He throws it. He airmails it into, like, section 350. That's his issue. I think it's some of it's mental. And also, we got to remember, like, he grew up kind of like me, loving Aaron Rodgers. That's his favorite player. Like, remember his dad tweeting about it? They yeah. love Rodgers. So I think Zach Wilson is probably all ears and asking Rodgers questions because he gets to play behind his role model, and Rodgers probably could save his career. So, no, I, I like I like Rodgers. Uh, you know, and I see everybody on Twitter and on social media complaining about Rodgers. we got to remember, like, Rodgers always went to OTAs. That was just the last couple of years. And he won MVPs those years. And and like he convinces the Jets, and they're not saying this was him. This was him. He convinces the Jets not to have the last set of practices that they had scheduled for the offseason. Yeah. And out comes uh, the coach for the Jets, and he's like, Masala, he's like, hey, well, you know, I mean, we have an extra game this year, uh, yeah. so we're going to be at camp a week earlier. So we're just going to cancel the remainder of the practices. There is zero chance if there's any other quarterback with the New York Jets, those practices are canceled. Zero. You know, Rodgers, this is like his LeBron James phase. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett, say this out loud. Nathaniel Hackett is the offensive coordinator of the New York Jets. You know what Mm -hmm. that means? Rodgers runs the entire show on offense. Yes. 
Dalla runs the defense. Yes. This is what he wanted in Green Bay. This is so yeah, you gotta believe the stories like or the reports where he calls and he's like, We need Goot gone. Or, yep. you know, we need this guy gone. I need this guy back. I don't blame him though. He's earned that. Like him and Tom Brady can do that. Mahomes, even though he's young, he can do that. I don't think this he will. This is all do LeBron that. James. LeBron's to blame for yes. all of this stuff. Well, and, this and Rogers has like seen this and like these guys, and that's like this is gonna happen more and more, man. Yes. You know, like Brady was doing the same kind of stuff, I promise you. But I'm rooting for him in New York, but uh, I still got the Packers at seven wins. But yeah, man, I'm all about. I'm, a, I'm the Jordan Love fan. Hashtag Love is Love. If if seven wins is the bottom for the Jordan Love era, I'll take it every day of the week. No no problems for me whatsoever. Uh, okay, so the, this is the question: Would you consider bringing back a former Packer player who is still a free agent? Thirty third team. I don't know if you've checked out that website. That's where uh, Ben Fennel is working for now on the side, and they got a bunch of former GMs and players and everybody and their mama. It's a great website. Uh, so they put out top 20 free agents still available as of June 11th. DeAndre Hopkins is one. Delvin Cook is two. Uh, number three is Ben Jones from the Titans. Marcus Peters, uh, Dalton Riser, the lineman from the Broncos. And uh, Guacque uh, from the Colts, uh, former Jaguar a defensive lineman. Safety, John Johnson, the third from the Browns. Taylor Lewin, the offensive lineman from Tennessee. Adrian Amos, the Packers safety is number nine. On this list, he is the only Packer on this list in the top 20 uh, that is considered to be a top 20 free agent. But John Johnson, the third is seventh. The Packers have a couple of guys in there already uh, that they brought in from other teams uh, at the safety position. So the question is, would you consider bringing back a former Packer player who's still a free agent? The jumping off point, obviously, is Amos being on this list uh, at number nine, even though, you know, him and Savage were under fire. Uh, last year with inside this defense. What say you, Ryan Horvath? Yeah, it was a rough year for, I mean, he like, he looked old at times. He missed a bunch of tackles. Uh, He didn't have, you know, he didn't have a good year, but he's only 30 years old. Amos is, you know what I mean? And I mean, I'm a fan. I think he's good in the locker room. I think the guys like him. I think he's a good leader. I hate to be this guy, but I want. I wouldn't hate bringing back Amos, even though he was a tough watch. If you go back and you watch the tape from last year, I mean, that was his worst year as a Packer. That might be his worst year as a pro. But, I mean, you said it. You had Savage playing alongside him for the majority of the season. He's a disaster. They could figure out where to play Savage to have a Savage play with decently. But I don't think there is anywhere to play Savage. I'm done with Savage. I would rather see Amos at 30 years old on this roster and Savage – you know, looking for work elsewhere, to be honest. Would you rather have Amos playing Savage's role and somebody else playing his role? More yeah. of a strong safety than a free safety. And yeah, coming maybe. up the line of scrimmage and playing the run and all that stuff. Yeah, maybe. But I need him to stop whiffing on tackles at the same time as well. He didn't look like – he looked like he was making business decisions last year. He didn't know where he was going to be this year. I uh, There were a lot of people he, making business decisions on that defense last oh, yeah. year. See Jair it, Alexander. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. But the other thing is, man, like this is a really young team. Like we talked about this already with not bringing back Mercedes Lewis and Randall Cobb on the offensive side of the ball with Jordan Love. Still a pretty young defense. And I think that this team, like it it depends. You know, do you think this is a rebuild? Do you want to make the playoffs this year? Do you want to contend because the NFC is so weak, the NFC North is still weak? Then I do think you bring back a guy like Amos because you need safety help. I don't think there's a better option out there. I really don't. I, I, and like he could have a bounce back year. He's pissed off. Everybody ripped him sure. last year. Maybe he gets some help in that secondary. Maybe and every nobody was good last year. Uh, you need some veteran leadership in that locker room. This is a really young team. 
So if you want to go full rebuild, I just cut ties with them. I don't want to spend the money. But if you think you got a shot to win nine, 10 games and that gets you in the dance and then anything could happen. Like I know it's the AFC, but a couple of years ago, two years ago, like who had the Bengals? Their win total that year was five and a half, six and a half. Nobody had them going to the Super Bowl. Let's say Jordan Love, there's no drop off, especially because Rodgers was awful last year. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, we, all, all year last year, all of us, like and the national guys, we called the Packers a potential top 10, top five defense. They let us down. I don't think they're going to be much better this year, but if you Agreed. think that they are and you could win 10 games, I'd bring them back because I think you need that that veteran in the locker room. But if this is a full rebuild or a rebuild on the fly, I just think you see what you got with some of these young guys. Problem is you just – I don't like any of the safeties. You know what I mean? No, I don't I don't disagree with you. Uh, and, and to me, I, I would consider bringing Johnson in from Cleveland. I would consider bringing back Amos. And I'm yeah. just throwing them all at the wall. And I'm just telling them, I'm bringing you in. I'm going to tell you, you have a chance to start or you have a chance not to make this team because we need safeties and pretty much the three best ones are staying and whoever doesn't make it, I'm going to let you go relatively early in training camp. We don't think you're going to make it so you can catch out with another team, but that's the deal. And I don't know where else around the league that opportunity awaits these guys that are still staying out there at safety. I think if you're still sitting out there, these teams feel comfortable with the position that they have right now and don't want to spend a ton of money, which means a lot of these guys are probably going to get veteran minimal or a little bit more tight money uh, in order to come back. And that doesn't cost you hardly anything to move on from that dude. If you cut that dude uh, coming out of training camp and he's not on the active roster, that might be something worth considering. But Amos wouldn't be my guy. That would not be the guy. Uh, he's not my guy. The guy Lewis. I want is Mercedes freaking Lewis. I haven't changed my damn opinion. I still want – it's either him or Crosby, but I'll, they're so in love with Carlson, Basaccia, because he had his brother. There, there's no hope of ever getting Crosby now. But Mercedes Lewis, yes, you can move on from DeGuara. I don't care. But Mercedes Lewis is somebody I need in training camp with these rookie tight ends to show them the ropes and get going in the right direction. I can't have anybody I want that's still out there, I want Mercedes Lewis. Then you can't – then somebody's got to go. Like, they're not the Bears. You can't Just have – Just DeGuara. See ya. He's not going anywhere. He's Jordan, Love's, he's Jordan Love's guy, and he's not going anywhere. I think we get – I think we'll get more Deguara this year, to be honest with you, than you expect. Yeah, I just I want to see Mercedes Lewis get a Super Bowl ring, though, and he's not going to get that in Green Bay. I don't want to see him do his retirement in tour. In what world would Deguara play over the other two tight ends? I got it. He's been there the longest. He knows I the don't give offense. He's, he's been there the longest. I've been, told, I've been told that this is a very complex offense. It took Aaron Rodgers one year to master. Remember, he was calling plays off the wristband and <sighs> changing the line of scrimmage. Look, I love Mercedes Lewis. I would rather see him as a Jet with Aaron, or I'd rather see him go to, like, the Chargers and try to win a Super Bowl with Herbert or go to the Bengals or something like that. Uh, I'm with you on Mason Crosby, though. I'll I'll miss Mason Crosby, but I think he's as good as gone. Here's my question. Who are the starting safeties? Darnell Savage and and Rudy Ford? I don't know about all that. And then – Oh, you got Owens. uh, You just got Owens for the Texans. Owens? Yeah, he started all 17 yep. games last year, I guess. Yeah, none of those guys. I don't like any of those guys. I'd rather have Amos even whiffing tackles than any of those guys. So I got to I gotta stick with that with that pick. Yep, Adrian Amos. All right, uh, let, let's move on uh, to the next one. Will the running backs in the NFL ever get paid top dollar again? And why is this a conversation piece? Because Saquon Barkley is going through it right now, uh, and he is trying to prove a point. Saquon Barkley... Uh, who is having some issues with the Giants getting a deal done, says it's all about respect. 
Saquon said he's not trying to reset the running back market and wants to remain a giant for life. Sitting out the season is part of the conversation if there's no deal by July 27th. Barkley last year went for 1,650 yards and ton touchdowns there. I had stated uh, on a previous Curry Long last week while you were on vacation uh, that when you see Delvin Cook get released, that is not good for one Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon who are getting ready probably both uh, to possibly be in a free agency next year if Delvin Cook is not wanted anymore in Minnesota at this point. The NFL running backs are going to literally be one year, one rookie contract deals, and they're going to be out, and they're going to draft another rookie running back, and they're going to be out after their rookie deal, and they're just going to keep rolling. Guys aren't even going to make it to 30 anymore in the NFL with sizable contracts. Like, it is insanity right now, Ryan Horvath. Yeah. I think what screwed all these guys, to be honest with you, I mean, like, Zeke gets a big deal, and then, but like, Zeke, they ran him into the ground those first three, four years. He was awesome those first three, four years, and he doesn't have that pop anymore. You know who really screwed over the running backs? Hate to say it, was Todd Gurley. Because the Rams went to that Super Bowl. Yeah. They committed all that money to Jared Goff and Todd Gurley. But that was on them. Because we found out that year Todd Gurley had arthritis in his knee. We knew that We knew that was going to be a thing when he was at Georgia. right? And so now guys don't want to pay the 25, 26-year-old running back that second deal, all that money. Why? Because you could draft a guy like B. John Robinson or Charbonnet. And that's the thing. Like These running backs are bigger, more explosive better than ever and they're cheaper i and also like this has always been a thing let's go back to 1993 the cowboys win i believe their second straight super bowl jimmy jones loves troy aikman he's the quarterback he gives troy aikman all that money michael irvin gets a new deal Deion sanders they bring in but they don't want to pay emmett smith and at the time he wants to be the highest paid running back in the league rightfully so after he wins another rushing title Remember, he had to sit out the first two games of the season. Cowboys go 0-2 as the defending Super Bowl champs. They freak out. They give him a four-year deal worth $13.6 million only for Emmett Smith at the time. And I know times have changed. Guys are making more money, but nothing's really changed, man. We hit the summer and we start hearing the Titans are interested in trading Derrick Henry. The casual football fan thinks the Eagles are going to make a deal. You know, right. we always do this with the Niners, and they did. They went all in for McCaffrey because that's because they don't have strong quarterback play, and he's an explosive weapon. But there was no market on the – like a trade market for Derrick Henry, man. He's been running to the ground. Delvin Cook, like driving into work yesterday, I'm like, yeah, there won't really be a market for him. He's 30 years old. You forget, Delvin Cook's only 27 years old. Correct. It was a couple of years ago we were like, okay, 30 years old, even though that's young, that's retirement for – that's, you know, the, the running back retirement home. And, and there's certain guys like Adrian Peterson who defy the odds, but now it's become 26 because nobody wants to spend money on that second year deal because guys get hurt and they could just draft younger dudes. And also, you know, you hear the take, it's like you could just stick any of these guys in the backfield if you have a good enough offensive line. So teams would rather pay their right. tackle. Teams would rather pay, you know, offensive linemen and then draft a rookie running back you know, Najee Harris or somebody like that to run behind these linemen. I mean, we're even seeing it with wide receivers, though, man. I mean, wide receivers are always going to get paid. But last year, the league, I thought there was some collusion there where it was like, you know, you know, or the Chiefs didn't want to pay uh, Tyreek Hill. The Packers lowballed Devontae Adams and they wanted him to play, you know, under the franchise tag. And then all these receivers wanted to set the market. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think running backs, man, are ever going to get paid top dollar again. We'll see. I think Bijan maybe has the best chance, but Saquon was eighty. That's the crazy thing. Name me three Giants wide receivers off the top of your head. Right. right now. Saquon was eighty-five percent of that offense. He's not yeah. just a running back. 
he's also going to catch 80 balls for you. Same thing with McCaffrey. Uh, and so if Saquon's not going to get the deal, I don't know who else is going to. The other concern, obviously, about Saquon is, yeah, he went for 1,200 yards last year. But the two years before that, I think he combined for like 573 well, yards in 10 games. Right. He was, he was hurt. So I see both sides. I see Saquon saying, I'll sit out an entire year. I want to be paid as the top running back in this league. I know my right. worth. I'm going to go out there and catch 80 balls and rush for 1,200 yards. And I want to get my money now. Because here's the other thing. Guys aren't going to play for the franchise tag. I never blamed Le'Veon Bell when he sat out that year. Because here's the thing. Like, I'm team, I'm pro player. Like I always say, I'm pro player because the league is BS. These guys are modern day gladiators where they could barely walk when they're 29, 30 years old. Yep. Like I have buddies, like their brains are scrambled eggs right now. And they're 31, 32 years old from playing football. And they're doing it for our entertainment every Sunday. I think they deserve guaranteed money. If Bobby Bonilla and these baseball players are getting paid at 65, 70 years old, a million dollars a year, NFL players deserve guaranteed money, especially running backs, man. So I'm pro player. I would sit out too. I'm not playing for the franchise tag. I know that's life-changing money, 13, 14 million dollars, sure but you deserve more. And here's the problem. If Delvin Cook or, or you know, if Aaron Jones, if one of these guys plays under the franchise tag and they bust up their knee, that team's not going to be loyal to them. No. You think, you know what I mean? You, you think uh you think the Packers, if Devontae Adams plays under the franchise tag, tears his ACL? You think they're like, ah, oh, here's the lifetime achievement. Here's the good right. guy award. Here's four years. So yeah. I don't blame these guys for sitting out. And I think Saquon will sit out. But I don't think the Giants are going to allow it because he's their number one weapon. Like, Darren Waller's washed. I got bad news for them. And that's their big offseason pickup. I will uh, agree with you a thousand percent. I've said it from the beginning. Sports are backwards. The NFL should be the one that's guaranteed. The others should not be. Yeah. You know, MLB and NBA, if those weren't guaranteed. I'd be fine with it. Okay. The NHL, with the violence that they have, that should be guaranteed money. Uh, and the NFL, with the violence that they have, that should be guaranteed money. The other two, if those weren't guaranteed, okay, fine, I guess. I mean, the, the, the risk of injury isn't nearly as great in those as it is in the other two. Having said that, when we sit here and we talk about uh, a guy like Saquon Barkley, if he holds out, and they lose, they're going to have to pay him to get him back in there in order to play. But the gamble is, if he sits out and some other dude walks in there, I don't know who the other dude is in New York, if the other guy walks in there and plays running back and they're off to like a 4-1, 5-0 start without him, he ain't coming in the rest of the year. Good toodles to you, buddy. It's all done, Saquon. It's, It's a wrap. And Brian Dabble, Dable, that he has got to play in all this too. At some point, he's got to be like, dude, I need Saquon. You better figure this out. But yeah. if we don't have Saquon, this is going to really screw up my offense. And you're going to put Daniel Jones, who's finally got some confidence in him after last year. You're really going to hurt our offense if he's not back there. Yeah. Here's what Saquon Barkley has working in his favor. I'm going to throw three names at you. Right? Tell me what these guys all have in common. Eric Gray, Gary Brightwell, and Matt Breida. What do those guys all have in common? Ooh, I was going to say, I never heard of any of them, but I know Breida, so I can't say that anymore. Yeah, you know Breida because he torched the Packers like yes. every other running back with a pulse. Or tight end. All those are the those are the Giants. That's their depth chart at running back. So Saquon has that, Daniel Jones, and those receivers working in his favor. Yeah. Who knows? You know, this got brought up on my show last night, and I don't think the Giants would do this because I think Delvin Cook's probably going to be a Dolphin. But, like – Delvin Cook could fill that role, Uh at least for a couple weeks, because he could catch balls out of the backfield. I have another team to throw at you for Delvin Cook. What about the New England Patriots? They got Robinson from Jacksonville and just up and out cut him. 
yesterday. Gone. And they're going to play for DeAndre Hopkins. What if Belichick gets both of them? What if he gets Cook and Hopkins to come to New England to play with Mac Jones? And again, they've got a real offensive coordinator now. Matt Patricia, that, that those days are done, thank God. And yeah. Bill O'Brien is calling that offense. You get Bill O'Brien, Delvin Cook, and DeAndre Hopkins with, with Mac Jones, that offense won't be nearly as bad as it was last year if you had those two guys in the play. Nobody's talking about it. When I saw Robinson get cut, I was like, uh-oh. Maybe they're going to try and get both these dudes to come play, and maybe they both take a little less to go play together and really become a problem in the AFC. And that AFC East, oh my God. If Delvin Cook and Hopkins end up in New England, because that's the one team that I think everybody looks at and goes, we can we can beat them. We'll move on. It'll be fine. Miami's a threat. Buffalo's a threat. Jets are a threat. New England's yeah. a pushover. You add those two, they're no longer a pushover. Yeah, man, and they got a new play caller. Like, Patricia's gone. I don't like Bill O'Brien at all as a GM because I – here, oh, that's no, it ain't happening though. What? Because of Hopkins and Houston to the trade? Wait a minute. So he I has, didn't even. He's th- going to New England to visit. Yeah, he's but in like, New England. I didn't even <laughs> think about that. How how the hell would that work out though? It, that it, it, it can't work out. I didn't even think about this. How did? See, I was on vacation, so my brains are scrambled eggs myself. So Bill O'Brien is the Patriots' offensive coordinator. Right. I know D-Hop's going to take that visit. He's going to go play for Bill O'Brien, who traded him and said the reason he traded him was because he had multiple baby mamas or whatever. <laughs> I don't think it happened. And I don't even want – I'm not going to start being nice to Bill O'Brien. He called plays <laughs> in Alabama. You and I could do that. I, he's, he's, a a good, he's a good offensive coordinator. I mean, I'll never forget Bill O'Brien, the Texans, with a three-score lead on the Chiefs in that playoff game, and he decides to fake punt in his own territory, and then Mahomes just rips their soul out. Yep. I don't. I don't think it happens. I. I think, man. You know Why what? Why take the visit though, Ryan? Why yeah. take the visit? Dehab needs to end up in Baltimore. My second favorite quarterback in the league is Lamar. He's never been gifted anything. You know, in this league, he had to win an MVP with a bunch of scrubs. He's got OBJ. Yeah, OBJ on a prove it one year deal. I want him to get uh, DeAndre Hopkins too. <laughs> and they should. They should just pick up Delvin Cook too. Put him and J.K. Dobbins in the same backfield. Man, I don't want the Patriots to be good again. You know why? Because that's bad news for my Jets tickets. That's right. That's bad news for Aaron Rodgers. Already scare the hell out of me. Yeah. No, 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 no. Stay away from New England. Belichick with an actual offense? Oh, buddy. Uh, okay, next one. Uh, and this is the one I was waiting for uh, to get to with Ryan Horvath. Joe Giglio, uh, who uh, is a talk show personality uh, in Philadelphia on WIP, uh, put together his quarterback rankings uh, going into uh, this year. And I, I saw the rankings and I started laughing hysterically. Now this is from his podcast, WIP daily, uh, I guess. So let, let's go through this, right? Horvath. Tell me where you have objections as we move from backwards. Before to we forward. do, I want to say this, right? Uh, I think Joe's one of the best sports talk hosts in this country. I tell him this all the time. He's also a great guy. Yeah. I got to spend some time with him at the Super Bowl. When my that grandmother means died, about to trash him, Joe. That's all this means. Well, I'm not going to trash him. I'm not. Gonna, I don't really have a huge issue with his list, and I love Joe. I think he's great. I just have one tiny. We'll, we'll get to it. Okay. But I, say I love him. <laughs> I take well, a lot of shots with a lot of people, and I don't like any of them, baby. But I yep. do like. Joe. All right, so 32 Baker Mayfield. Okay, fine. Uh, 31. <laughs> I don't know that I agree with that, but okay. 31 Sam Howell. I think Sam Howell can play, but I don't know, man. Well, I guess we'll see. I liked him in college. 
I don't think we could put Baker Mayfield. Okay, I know that this is going to sound like a joke. I don't think we could put Sam Howell over Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield did take the Browns to the playoffs. Or you could say Kevin Stefanski sure. did. Yeah. He won a playoff game. He beat the Steelers. Yep, that's true. Sam Howell, uh, we don't even know if he's going to be the starter over Jacoby Brissett. Sam Howell, 31. Bryce Young is not in a favorable position with the Texans. Uh, he is at 30. I'm okay with that. C.J. Stroud, another rookie. He just took the rookies, put them all at the bottom. C.J. Stroud at 29, fine. Anthony Richardson with the Colts, another rookie at 28, fine. I it's know not it's Bryce, though. Like, what, what are we doing there? What did you say? I know you. I mean, you're a Colts fan. Bryce is. I. I. If I have. If I'm a betting man, I think Bryce has the better career. I know he's small. Career five, but we're just talking about going into this year. I think is all Giglio is doing. Yeah, I'm saying Bryce Young is ready year one to start. Anthony uh-huh. Richardson, like, can't, there's a whole side of the field he just doesn't see. But Bryce he runs. But, football. but the ability to run like Justin Fields uh, is going to be what gets him and his team points. Bryce can too. He's just got to slide or get out of bounds, or he's going to die like week three. <laughs> Because he's my height. <laughs> and Richardson will have two guys bounce off of him while he's running down for a touchdown. Bryce Young's going to get touched with a feather and get down he goes. Uh, okay, 27, Ryan Tannehill. Thank West. God people are finally coming along on Tannehill. I've never thought Tannehill was that good. And he's better I, I told Gary Leroy, I was like, dude, he's not that good. I'm telling you, you just wait. It's going to fall apart, and he always does. 26, how the mighty have fallen uh, since being left by Tom Clemens. Kyler Murray from rookie of the year with Tom Clemens to 26th on this list of Joe Giglio of quarterbacks. Is that too low, Ryan Horvath, for a Kyler Murray? Yeah, like just a couple names I'll throw off the top of my head. I would take Kyler, like that I would take, you know, I'd take Kyler. We also have to remember like when Kyler's healthy, the last time we saw a healthy Kyler, they were like, they were 7-0, 8-0. They just ran into the juggernaut that was the Green Bay Packers. Um, I'm taking Kyler all day, every day over Kenny Pickett. I'm taking Kyler all day, every day over Purdy, Mac Jones, Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jordan Love, Justin Fields, Desmond Ritter, probably even Russell Wilson. I'm taking him over Matthew Stafford. I'm taking him over Kirk Cousins. I'm taking him over Geno Smith. I'm taking him over Daniel Jones. I'm taking him over Tua. I'm taking him over Goff. And I think that's probably where I cut it off. I, I think him in the great. top 12, at least. Yeah, I, I, still, I still think so. I think let, let's get him a real head coach and a play caller, not a GQ model. I, I don't think very sucks. Yeah, I, I agree. And now he's gone. I've seen uh, Russell, Kyle do things on that football field I've never seen anybody do. I he's a great football player. I yeah. I yeah. Russell Wilson, twenty-five, died under Nathaniel Hackett, who is now going to be the offensive coordinator for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and in comes Sean Payton, who everybody is saying will resurrect Russell Wilson's career after that fiasco last year. Are you buying it? I kind of am buying it, man. I thought Russ actually looked a little bit better once Hackett left. I think he could have a bounce back here. It was hey, it was year one. I don't like Russell Wilson whatsoever, but he's better than 25. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He's still got a cannon for an arm, and he could have a bounce back year. They got some young wide receivers that are that decent. Two years ago in Seattle, he was playing like he had a hand injury. The hand doctor told him, like, you're not going to be right. You have to sit out the right. rest of the year. He played through it. So that was selfish. But um, that's why he was terrible. Last year, it was all just a big mess. I think he could have a bounce back year. I would take him over Desmond Ritter for sure. Uh, Desmond Ritter at 24 seems way, way too damn high. So that that I completely disagree with. He should be back by Anthony Richardson and those guys uh, in my mind. Uh, number 23 uh, on this list, this is Justin Fields. Now, again, uh, if, if you listen to Chicago Sports Talk Radio or you listen to the score or whatever the case may be, 
Um, or if you're a Bears fan, you're just outraged by the fact that Joe Giglio, WIP in Philadelphia, has Justin Fields at 23 on this list. But that's where he has Justin Fields uh, at 23. You have not heard Jordan Love's name yet, which means he has Jordan Love ranked in front of Justin Fields. Now, do I have a problem with this? Absolutely not. No, I do not have a problem with this whatsoever. I mean, again, Dude threw at two games of over 200 yards, 200 yards, not 300 yards, 200 yards twice all year. That's horrible. If you're Justin Fields, then there's Jordan love uh, at 22 and Jordan love uh, again. Some may say this is too high for Jordan love because again, we haven't seen him play, whatever the case uh, may be, uh, which is not good. Uh, And again, I, I don't know. So we'll see how this goes going forward. Uh, But I do want to see going forward uh, with Jordan Love, as far as Jordan Love goes, uh, as far as how quickly he's going to rise up this list or possibly fall down. Maybe that is going to be too high for Jordan Love. Maybe that'll be too low, too early to tell on Jordan Love. But the fact that he's in front of Justin Fields, I love Joe Giglio for that. Jimmy Garoppolo is at 21. Derek Carr at 20. Mac Jones at 19, that's way too high for Mac Jones. He he should be behind those two guys for sure. Uh, Brock Purdy at 18, he should be behind Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo as well. Kenny Pickett at 17. Again, I just tend to favor the guys that have had more experience that have done it and have a proven track record over some of these young guys. Matthew Stafford at 16, he has a Super Bowl fine. Kirk Cousins at 15, I think he's solid. Geno Smith at 14, we'll see if last year was real, right? We're going to see if last year was real or not. Uh, with uh, Geno Smith uh, at 14. Daniel yeah. Jones at 13. Way too damn high, Ryan Horvath. There is no way Daniel Jones is the 13th best quarterback in the NFL. No chance, Horvath. Yeah, like, here's the thing, right? I thought he was serviceable. I thought he was pretty good last year, especially, like, I mean, using his legs. Super athletic, I guess. Um, but Daniel Jones threw for over 300 yards, what, twice last, three times last yeah. season? I think once against the Commanders and twice against the terrible Vikings defense that, like, you know, they were 27th defending the pass or whatever they were. Um, that's way too high for Daniel Jones. I think last year was a product of how good Brian Dayball is. And I think we even saw that with the Bills. The Bills last year were terrible on early downs. I don't like Ken Dorsey whatsoever calling the plays there. Green. Uh, it's just like Josh Allen taking over and being Superman. A lot of third downs, third and sevens that he converted like 60% of the time, which nobody does. They really miss Brian Dable. And uh, I think Daniel Jones comes back down to earth this year. I've already bookmarked the great Tiki Barber, his tweet. He says Daniel Jones is going to have a better season than Aaron Rodgers. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. He must be that's sipping his- the mushroom tea that Rodgers was well, But again, that's his team, man. He's going to roll with his team. Like That's, that's, that's surprising. That's crazy talk. <laughs> Deshaun Watson at 12. That's too high, too, until I actually see him put it together. I mean, last year, he did not look like Deshaun Watson. So we'll see what he looks like this year before we all go crazy. Now, if he gets Hopkins in Cleveland, that will definitely help the Browns more than just having Amari Cooper and hoping and praying to God that that dude uh, can be something. Because right now, they don't really have a true one, I don't think, at least. Trevor Lawrence, 11, 2 of yeah. 10, Jared Goff, 9. No, see... Okay, I love Joe, but here, here's my issue. And I tweeted this, you know, I, I tweeted, and he, he did respond, my guy. I said, you're way too low on Trevor Lawrence. This is the one that really caught my eye because you see Trevor Lawrence there at 11. At 10, you see Tua. Like, dude, is Tua going to make it through a full season? And we're talking about noodle arm Tua over Trevor Lawrence? No. 
Jared Goff over Trevor Lawrence. Sparky, right? You're starting a football team today. I'm giving you a, a – I agree you, with you. Yes. All right. Well, some of these guys I'm fine with. But I just said you're too low on Lawrence. He was the best quarterback in the AFC the second half of the season, yep. which he was. He only threw two interceptions the final eight weeks of the season. Now I know he threw the four picks in the first half of that playoff game, but then he was like an Andrew Luck type performance where he leads them back. They win a playoff game. He's only in year two. He said he misses too many throws, which I do agree with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, you go back to Clemson, you go back to that national title game. He was overthrowing everybody. He does miss some throws, but I think that Trevor Lawrence is, I think after this season, he's top five, man. I, I think that that's way too low. I, I, he's got to at least be top eight. So way too low on Trevor Lawrence. I still think Deshaun Watson, here's my hot take. I think he's a top four quarterback again after this year. The mechanics look bad. He looks sloppy. For the oh, last God. season, he actually played. It was the best statistical season a quarterback's ever had and not made the playoffs. Too low on Deshaun. I hate saying that because of the off-the-field stuff. I don't really have a big issue with this. Jalen Hurts at three, I think. Dude, Jalen Hurts has done it for one year. And granted, he probably should have been the MVP if he didn't get hurt. I need to see another year from Jalen Hurts before he's top four. I think, you know, Rodgers at six seems about fair. Dak at seven, Lamar at eight. I don't have a huge problem with this list. I just thought way too high on Daniel Jones, way too low on Deshaun and Trevor Lawrence. Yep, again, WIP Daily, if you want to go listen to that podcast with Joe Giglio talking about his quarterback rankings. Ryan Horvath, thanks so much. Uh, have a good uh, rest of the week. We will talk again uh, next week, my friend. Have a good one, buddy. Thank you, sir. Toodle.